Hi, everybody. Welcome to episode 134 of the Spartans in Pajamas podcast. I'm your host, Loz, and with me, uh, with with me as always, not with me, what the fuck am I, my brain? Uh, yeah, with me as always is Dolph. Hello. And we've got Bob as well. It's light on the ground today. Hello, hello. Yeah, a few. Uh, Starlight actually has a um, family plan today, so she may be in briefly much later, but we'll just see what happens. Yeah, to be honest, yeah. I also forgot that it was this week again, so I didn't, I didn't put out the, I didn't put the call out early enough. Um, so yeah, I don't, I don't expect many people to be about for it today, and then there wasn't, so it's fine though, because, uh, I'll I'll let you know now, guys, guys, guys. Guess what? We're not ah. talking about the Activision Blizzard deal this week. Yes. yes. <laughs> Woohoo! It's been very little to no um changes and the oh. stuff of the CMA has been very light so it feels yeah. so um, CMA free uh, body yes. and I did look for some weird news but I couldn't find anything it's all boring shit yeah I mean I found a couple of things but which is kind of funny but not really yeah that was good as toe wrestling no yeah, the Toe Wrestling <laughs> Federation, by the way, fucking liked the tweet. Did they? Yeah. After I called it, uh, what was it FTD? Fucking fuck. Yeah. Transmitted disease. <laughs> so, oh, okay. Just, okay. Uh, I mean, if they did listen to the bit with the, with the Toe Wrestling, I hope they appreciated the puns. Yes. Uh, well, I don't know. No one's no one's got back to me. No one said anything. No one's mentioned it on on social media about it. So, did you knew the Toe Wrestling Federation liked the tweet. Mm. That's amazing. <laughs> it was fucking funny. I was like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> yep, the World Toe Wrestling Federation. It's, the official Twitter page of the World Toe Wrestling Federation, TM. Any queries, please DM. Uh, by the way, the World Championships will be held on the 19th of August. Oh? <laughs> At the Hague Bar. So, will it be televised? I don't know. Hey, its location yeah. is the Toadium, by the way. Their uh, location <laughs> on Twitter. E. For fuck's sake, though. No. <sighs> But um, yeah, between this podcast and last, uh, I've managed to fit in two quiz readings because uh, the boss boy is away. So I did that controversy over it because uh, some fucking spelling mistake. And it has to be a spelling mistake because the the actual question was a 50-50 question. Uh, the Vietnamese currency is either called the ding or the dong. I know it's, it's fucking right next to each other on the keyboard, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah, it's it's the dong, as everyone pointed out to me. But the fucking quiz sheet said ding, so I had to follow that. So I said to him, "Look, any issues, go talk to Matt when he comes back." But I'm just yeah. reading the quiz. Take it with Matt. It's his issue. Yeah, he wrote I, it. I, but I had people coming up and telling me I've googled this after the fact, of course, and you're wrong. And I'm like, 
I have to go with what's on the sheet because that's all the information I've got. I'm reading the quiz. I didn't set the quiz. Please talk to Matthew yeah. when he comes back. Yeah. It's just like, for fuck's sake. <laughs> Where's he gone? Uh, he went to Tenerife. He's back next week. Tenerife. Everyone seems to be going to Tenerife at the It's probably cheap as fuck at the moment. Yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah, you post-Covid, get back into the fucking world sort yeah. of thing. I need probably... to get my passport. I need to get a passport. Let's take a day trip down to Liverpool to get a passport. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> like I say, I've never owned a passport. Have you not? Nope, never. My parents didn't go away until like 10 years ago abroad, you know. I mean, to be fair, mine didn't eat. Well, I say mine didn't either. The first family holiday that we actually went abroad I think it was in like 95 and we went on a cruise mm. other than that we went to like my nan and granddad's caravan and stuff like that and it was amazing I fucking loved it yeah like Norfolk's great I'm trying to think when I first went abroad I must have been in my late 20s when I first got a passport mm-hmm. to go abroad I am 38 and I still haven't been out of this country okay <laughs> <clears throat> oh mm. Ireland or Scotland really counts as being out of the country because you're not England. Yeah, and you don't need a passport to go there. No. Furthest I've been, like, north would be Newcastle. Yeah. It's weird, though, because, like, when we did the coast-to-coast, on the east coast they sound like Geordies, and on the west coast where Newcastle is, they are Geordies, but it's just... Yeah. It's like this weirdness yeah. of, like... Is that how? It is. Well, you yeah, live north now, haven't you? If they're over the bridge, I can't remember which bridge it is, but like one side of the bridge is Jordan's, the other side of the bridge is Macken's. If you get it wrong, you're fucked. <laughs> well, I, I never commented on the uh, the accents. Yeah. yeah. But you've been further north than that, haven't you? No, nope, mm. that's the furthest I've been. Well, I thought you'd been to um, John O'Groats for the uh, cycle thing. Nope, 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 nope. Uh, the... Fuck, what was it that we did? We did uh, the you coast. You the UK, didn't you? We did the coast to coast, but the coast to coast was like Newcastle from, fuck, I can't remember when it is, where it is. Uh, but it was it was like the other side, basically. That's about as far oh, north as I've gone. I thought you did the um, the Lands End of John O'Groats cycle. <laughs> no, fuck that. Fuck that. I, I was dead after doing the three-day one that was... Across the fucking width of the UK. Going to the length of the UK, you're going to fucking body bag me halfway. I'm done. <laughs> There's no fucking chance. I don't think I'd even make halfway. I'll be like, no, I'm done. Two miles, that's it, I'm done. Well, the thing is, Matt keeps asking me, it's like, when are you doing a coast to coast with me next? I'm like, never. <laughs> never again. It's like, I'm done. It's like, <laughs> I might do a, a, a Skegness run again. That was pretty cool. Mm. 95 miles one day, about nine hours it took us. Yeah. It's not too bad. The only issue we had was like it took us twelve hours realistically because of all the times we had to wait for like support vehicles and stuff because we had flat mm. tires. But I'd probably do it on my e-bike and use my e-bike for all the flat areas just to keep me going. Yeah. Because I'm not gonna lie, I could probably ride the the e-bike without any assistance for quite a while. Mm. It's only when you get to like Skeg and like the t- like two mile, three mile uphill section yeah. where it's like a thirty degree like rise. That's a fucker. Mm-hmm. That that deaded me. That. But um, 
It'd be nice to do like a, a proper run out again. Yeah. Like stop over, get trained back next day like we did last time because fuck riding back. Yeah. Um, but it was like a cool thing. If we just go to Leicester. Not Leicester. Yeah. Was it Leicester on the way down to? I do. Give me an L anyway. On the way it's to not Lincoln. Is it Lincoln? No, it's not Lincoln. I'm not sure. It might be Leicester. But I know we went through it. Yeah. And that was pretty cool. And that was only like 40 miles away. So even if it just did that, it was like a 40 mile there and back, that's 80 miles. Yeah. And it, it wasn't crazy bad. Mm. But uh, yeah, that'd be cool. But I'm, I'm not planning on doing anything over 100 miles now. Because <laughs> it was fucking killer. It's like there were 40 mile days, but they were like 40 miles up a straight fucking cliff, pretty much. Oof. So yeah, I, I was done on day two. I I pretty much fell out with uh Matt over it. I didn't talk to him. <laughs> I was like fucking done. Uh, release day oh, three was like nice and chill, so it, I didn't get too angry at him. Mm. But fucking hell, I was absolutely done. So um yeah, this pre ramble has been a real. Like fucking loose pre ramble, yeah. isn't it? Just a smidge. Are, are we got any more do we want to say, or shall we go into uh, mm. topics? Well, I went I went to my friend's wedding in Derby the last Saturday mm. and stayed over at their house, obviously, because driving back from Derby at, at like midnight would not be good. And no. then on the Sunday, I left at about 10 o'clock to come home. Um, picked my friend Ellie up from Sutton and then picked Rick up from Grassmore and then we went to Pride mm. and got absolutely drenched because it was raining. But we're still a bag of chips from RuPaul's Drag Race. <laughs> we saw a band called Stushy. Like, I know the song. It's like... He's, um. I think it's called Black Heart. Like I know the song, but I didn't know who they were. And then after them, I watched Day One, and I was very, very happy about that. That's like one of my teenage bands that I like. That's it, bands. It's not a band. It's a boy band from the like yeah. early two thousands, nineties, two thousands. Yeah. Yeah, the every girl that was like. 12 plus I had a crush on yeah a poster on the wall yeah and then marry me whatever the fucking cute one was sign yeah, <laughs> yeah I was one of them yeah well I always preferred boys own to take that I didn't really like to take that that much boys own boys own was my go-to <clears throat> I was so frustrated that my mum liked both because when I had to go buy albums I got some funny looks from the people behind the shop I'm like it's for my mother <laughs> For her birthday, trust me. Okay. This Blink One Eight Two CD that I'm buying with it <laughs> is more my shit. <laughs> oh, I loved going in Hudson's and getting CDs from there. Oh, it was great. I loved it. Oh, an I, amazing job. They they got sick of me asking them if they had the Mark Tom Travis show on fucking CD. Yeah. At one point, because I go there every week. Am I like, any news? I'm like, no. Any news? Still no. Yeah. Any news? Why do you keep asking? 
stop asking. There's no news. If there was, we'd tell you. It's a bit shit that we don't have HMV anymore. That was kind of cool, but... Yeah. Yeah, I think there's still one in Meadowhall, I think. Yeah, there's one in Meadowhall, and apparently there's one in like Sheffield, Maine as well. Hmm. But uh, the Meadowhall one is it's weird. It's like there's a small section of CDs and LPs, and then it's like Funko Pops, T-shirts, and bollocks, basically. Mm. It's, it's not anything that cool. The only cool thing was that when me and Prez went last, we bought uh, the Dragon Ball Z movies on Blu-ray. Nice. Because he, he wanted those to add to his collection. Because he's got uh, the like first five or six volumes of Dragon Ball Super. On Blu-ray. Oh, um, I've got the entirety of uh, Dragon Ball Z Kai on Blu-ray. Yeah. Um, so he just borrows those and we watch through them like, and do that. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's just it's just like, it's not, HMV's not what it used to be. No. no. Which is odd. It's been looking forward to college in September. Um, yeah, although I think he's also enjoying us doing fuck all at the moment. Yeah, he will be, bless him. He's got two weeks with his mum coming up, so that should be interesting. Lovely. I've told him if he gets bored, just let her know and I'll pay the petrol money to him to come back. Yeah. So, I mean, where does she live now? Louth. Not, is it like... It's on mm-hmm. the coast. Louth on the coast. Oh. So... Yeah, I, I'm not really gonna say much on that. We'll just fucking leave it at that. Yeah. But um, yeah, I said to him because he's like he's never done two weeks down there with his mom. Yeah. So I'm like, if you do get bored, you want to come back. And I told her as well. So look, I'll give you the petrol money. Just bring him back if he wants to come back. Well, either that, him. or or she can give you the petrol money and we can go pick him up. Hmm, well, either or. Let's see when uh. It'd be a nice job. Yeah. Ugh. We'll have to see. Because I don't know if you'd be at work or if uh, you'd be true. on a day when I'm not working. Because it's a weekend, I'm fucked because I'm at work. Yeah. So. It just messaged me and go, pick, go and pick Prez up. And then when I turn up, she'd be like, what's the in here? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to get my boy. Yeah. Well, uh, it should be interesting anyway. Yeah. Shall we start with some topics then, or...? Yeah, why not? Yeah? We've had a 14-minute ramble, and it's been just all over the place. So, (laughs) hey, skynews.com. I found this. So, Chinese zoo denies its bears are humans in costume. What? Uh, You you definitely need to click on the link and watch the video, by the way. Uh, Images posted online prompt questions as to whether or not the animals are real after one is showing uh standing upright on slender hind legs i'm just Mm. watching it again now it is weird i think they might be real bears but it's just i don't know it just there's something off about them Because it's, it's standing very human-like on, on its back legs. Which bears do. The bears do stand up like that. Yeah, but they're so skinny, these bears. They probably are just not feeding properly or some shit. Mm. 
Well, I'll continue with the story, though. Uh, so a China yeah. zoo has denied suggestions that some of the bears might be people in costumes after photos of the animals standing on uh, standing like humans circulate online. The Hangzhou Zoo... Fuck you guys. <laughs> Hangzhou Zoo said on social media that the sun bears from Malaysia are smaller than other bears and look different, but insisted they were the real thing. Some people think I stand like a person, the post written from the bear's point of view said. It seems you don't understand me very well. An employee who answered the phone to the zoo declined to talk uh, about the bears, but said visits were being arranged on Monday for reporters to see them. Internet users questioned whether the, the zoo's bears were genuine after photos circulated showing one standing upright on slender hind legs. Because of the way they stand... Uh, some people online question whether they are quote-unquote humans in disguise, the Chinese newspaper Hangzhou Daily said. Uh, some bears are the size of large dogs, standing about uh, 1.3 meters tall, so 50 inches, on their hind legs compared to compared with up to 2.8 meters, uh, so 9 feet, uh, for grizzlies and other species, according to the zoo. Other Chinese zoos have also been accused of trying to pass off dogs um, with their fur dyed and cut to look like wolves or African cats, while a zoo in Egypt previously denied that it had painted donkeys to look like zebras. And I was just seeing that picture. Yeah. But do you see what I mean about the like? I'm, I don't know about this, but the the fucking picture of the bear. Yeah, the back legs are a bit skinny side. Yeah, but Just, I mean, some bears are smaller, and they they don't. I mean, like the the thing that kind of puts it into like a oh, I don't actually know territory for me is the fact you can see like where its throat is, like uh, up and moving like it would do. Yeah. Like a panting yeah. sort of thing. I mean the the donkey painting like a zebra would be quite easy to distinguish just by sound because yeah. they are very vocalizations are very very different. Oh yeah, donkeys are noisy. Yeah, but donkeys aren't donkeys aren't pack animals either, mm. or herd animals. Should we say not packs? My yeah, they tend to be solitary. Well, we have to think. Just think like if. If this is, is indeed a guy in a costume, it's definitely drawn up some interest, though, isn't it? It could be some yeah. sort of um, marketing scheme. But Look it, at our bears, you stand like humans. Yeah, but it's yeah. definitely not a guy in a costume, they said. But yeah. but the fact then they've declined to talk to the news afterwards when they were rung up for, like, comment. The, the zoo might be asking, they, they could probably be asking, well, why why they, do these bears look so um, skinny, then? Mm. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that, they, might, the, they, might, they might lose the bears because they're not being cared for properly. I mean, that could be yeah. the next thing. It's like, hey, these bears aren't cared for properly. Uh, you've got to get them looking more healthier or else. But I don't know. It, just like the two pictures I saw and then the, like, the bear standing in the video. Bear standing in the video looks more like a bear, even though it looks weird. But then the the like the two photos, the one of the photos mm -hmm. like it has where its chest like where its chest is, 
has a very weird kind of patch like it would be where you'd have a head and then like yeah. the top bit being like more of a costume bit that sticks on the top of your head and because that yeah. would explain why the arms are so far down why it's stood up and stuff it looks it's very weird because just just uh, that's what gets me actually let's go back to that i'm kind of i'm gonna click back on that link again go and watch the video again because it would just the, the thing i don't get about it is um quickly stop the fucking thing from playing don't play don't play don't play is this neck seems to be just like massively longer than it needs to be mm. that's where i'm kind of like hmm guy in a suit because the bulge on the back of its back could definitely be the back of the guy's head because yeah, the, the dimensions work out for that and then there's the top i mean it, would they spend a lot of money on animatronics to make it look more realistic it's China, probably, Lord. It's so fucking weird. I, I can't wait for a follow-up on that. We need to keep an eye on yeah. this one. Um, I, I don't know. I, I, I honestly don't know. <laughs> we'll see. Use confusion, and I am confused. So, uh, Dolph, I think you posted this next one, didn't you? Yeah, so this is from the newsweek.com. From the World Wide Web. Uh, boy eight, uh, lets Black Widow bite a uh, Black Widow spider bite him because he wanted to become super, uh, Spider-Man. I think we all wanted to think the spiders to bite us at one point to become Spider-Man. Yeah. An eight-year-old boy allowed a Black Widow to bite him because he wanted to become Spider-Man, according to health authorities. The incident occurred in the town of Vicoloma, Oruro department, located in the landlocked South American nation of Bolivia. Uh, Black Widow species are several species of venomous arachnid in the genus group of species Latridis lectus. In most cases, female specimens feature distinctive reddish hourglass-shaped markings on the other side of the abdomen, which tends to be a dark colour. So actually, he wouldn't turn into Spider-Man, he turned into Black Widow. Yeah. Because that's yeah, so that's that is a good point. I'm going to call it fucking Black Widows, fuck that. Black <laughs> <laughs> is commonly known as the true widows are found on every continent except Antarctica. Wait, that's kind of um, unsettling. Yeah. The venom of these spiders contains a neurotoxin known as alpha-latrotoxin. This affects the nervous systems and can cause symptoms such as pain, redness, and swelling around the bite site. Abdominal cramps, nausea, and vomiting, tremors, and sweating. Good times. But despite their fearsome reputation, these spiders tend to only bite in self-defense or response to a perceived threat. People who are bitten by widow spiders often do not suffer any serious complications, although they may experience very levels of discomfort and may require medical treatment in more severe cases. Nevertheless, in very rare cases, the bites of some widow species have resulted in death, caused by the severe disruption of nerve signals to the body. In general, young children, the elderly, and people with underlying health problems are at the highest risk for spider bites. The bites of female widow spiders tend to pose more risk to humans than those of males. Uh, the eight-year-old boy in Bolivia found the black widow spider under a stone. After seeing the characteristic red markings on the arachnid, he allowed himself to be bitten because he wanted to become Spider-Man. Ernesto Vasquez, head of the Zoonautical Disease Program of the Tartan Health Service Oro, said, 
The iconic superhero's origin story as the, that teenage high school student Peter Parker gets his superhuman abilities as Spider-Man after being bitten by a radioactive spider. Or that's why he di- he didn't he didn't get a radioactive black. Well, it's either a, a radioactive spider or a genetically unstable spider. Mm-hmm. That's why he didn't get his superpowers because it wasn't genetically unstable or radioactive. Because uh, radioactivity wouldn't actually give you superpowers these days; it would probably just kill you. But um, that's why they kind of retconned it a little bit for the. It was a genetically spiced spider that yeah. when it bit them, it you know it kind of because it was man-made spider, it wasn't really uh, great. So just rip like ripped itself apart into it into like a weird genetic soup into him and rewrote him. And if you're the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man, it means you also fire web out your wrists like a weirdo. Mm. Uh, so. Continuing, uh, the child, without considering the risks, picked it up and placed it on the back of his palm, the back of his palm, where the arachnid made the bite. After being bitten by the spider, the boy captured it in the glass and went home. Mm. But around three hours after, he began to feel bad, experienced body aches and intense muscle contractions. So, he also did it in the fucking comic, like active, comic yeah. uh, accurate. Sorry, place. Put it on the palm of his hand, back of his palm, because it bit him just around his thumb. In the comics and that, so and in the films. When questioned by his mother, the boy told her that he had been bitten by a colourful spider. The mother then took the child to a healthcare centre in the neighbouring town. He was subsequently referred to the hospital general San Juan de, de Dijos in the city of Oruro as a medical emergency. Yeah, I completely overlooked that because I saw the spelling mistake. Mm-hmm. Yeah, as a, a medical emergency. Paediatricians at the hospital contracted Vasquez to that. The minor could be evaluated. Eventually, they worked out that the boy had been bitten by a black widow. Doctor then treated the boy with an anti-verma, and his condition stabilized over around half an hour. We are extremely concerned because the analysis in question asked to the child, when he had already covered, indicated that he predicted picked up the arachnid with a simple purpose: that he wanted to become Spider-Man. The health official added that parents should educate children, especially those under the age of eleven, about the risk of being bitten by spiders like these. They're not treated immediately. The consequences could be quote very unfortunate. These black spiders with red backs are black widows. They do not cause anyone to become Spider-Man. On the contrary, they are putting lives at risk. In 2020, a similar case occurred in the rural Bolivian town of Shayanta in the Andean region of Potosi. I probably butchered that completely, but hey-ho. Involving three children aged 8, 10 and 12 respectively. The trio provoked a black widow spider to bite them with the same objective. Doctors also managed to sexually treat all the children in that incident as well. So... <laughs> I, can just, I can just hear J. Jonah Jameson screaming. It's like, Spider-Man's making kids get poisoned! <laughs> oh, just fucking freaking out. Get me pictures of Spider-Man! He's making Spider-Man's kids get poisoned! Menace. He's a poison! He's a menace. <laughs> Next thing you know, they'll be banning all Spider-Man comics and films. But definitely in Bolivia, by the sounds of it, because apparently they don't fucking yeah. teach their kids anything. Nope. I mean, okay, it's weird, and yes. We've all wanted to be Spider-Man or Spider-Woman or Spider-Girl at some point. Uh, who doesn't want to be able to swing around webs and have a sixth sense and stick to walls and shit? And fight bad guys. And fight bad guys yeah. and have super strength and improved healing. Well. 
But um, yes, if if you are a younger listener, how the fuck are you listening to this? <laughs> don't let, let spiders. He doesn't. Everyone is explicit. <laughs> do not let spiders bite you. Full stop. They will not give you superpowers. They will give you death. Yes, most that likely give you super death. pain and super cases of death, but not superpowers. Yeah, they'll make you very ill and make you very ill and maybe very die. And so, very super dead. Yes. So if you want the superpower of death, let it fucking bite you. If you don't want the superpower of death, yeah, maybe yeah, super away from them. But, uh, yeah, it, oh, <laughs> it's crazy. It's like, if it weren't for the fact that we're so young, I'd be like, what the fuck were they drinking that day to go, I know, let's get them to bite me. Yeah. Probably Sunny Delight or something. All that sugar. Oh, you see, I was trying to sagu there, but you know. <laughs> well, this, is just, this is just me assuming. <laughs> Not to say about assumptions, make an ass out of you and me. Oh. Speaking of artists, so uh, Sunday just been uh, this interesting gentleman coming to the bar, and he comes to the bar. He says, uh, "Can I have a Heineken?" I said, um, "Unfortunately, we don't serve Heineken here." He's like, "Well, why not?" I was like, "Because well, we don't. We don't serve Heineken. I've got Heineken in bottles, but it's the non-alcoholic variant." He's like, oh, mm. so, so, so do you not have um, uh, alcoholic Heineken?" I said, "No, only a non-alcoholic." He said, oh, what are those then? I said, what? The non-alcoholic? He said, no, the alcoholic one. I said, I don't do that. He said, no, mate, you're not listening. I said, I want a Heineken that's not alco- non-alcoholic. I said, yeah, you're not listening because I said to you, I don't do alcoholic Heineken. I said, <laughs> uh. I was like Heineken then. I said, well, probably the closest I can get to you is one of the lagers on the bar. So I said, I said you can do your Cardin, you can do your San Miguel, I've got Carlsberg. He's like, no, what's cheaper? I said, well, probably Carlsberg. I'll have a Carlsberg then. Fucking love people like that. Meanwhile, the two, two of the regulars who are just to the side of him were, were looking at each other like, to say, like, is this guy even fucking real? Who let this guy breathe? So the guy, the guy ordered these cars, like, poured it, paid for it. He sat down around the corner in the, in the sports bar. And I said to one of the regulars, oh, God, it was fucking hard work. He's like, weren't he just? I was like, I was, like I, was, I was getting kind of, I was getting elevated because I was getting fucking stressed because he was just not listening. And, so, and when he said, oh, you're not, you're not listening, I'm like, no, I'm listening. You're not fucking. You're not. You're not fucking. <laughs> figuring what I'm the saying. The amount of times I you want to turn around to Heineken, them. just not alcoholic Heineken. The amount of times, like, and, and this is a bar service thing, and Bob's done it as well, so she'll know exactly what I mean. We just want to go and go. No, motherfucker, you're not listening to me. But you can't yeah. do that. You have to be like, huh, sir. I didn't yeah, say that. You can't throat punch either. No. Which is yeah. But um. So this this one Bob will know. Uh, we used to have at the place we both worked at a bottle bar. Mm-hmm. I love that bottle bar. Um, that was the easiest fucking job in the world. So I once had a guy come up and go, "Hey, can I get a pint of this?" I'm like, "Sorry, mate, we're a bottle bar. We don't have those." Oh well, no. can I just get a uh, a double blah blah and blah? No, mate. Once again, we're a bottle bar. We don't have those. Well, can I just get a shot of this? No! We're a bottle bar! Just go over there! We have no facilities to give you anything other than bottles. It's just He just didn't get it. He just didn't get the, the yeah. fact that this bar only served bottles 
of pop uh, of like alcohol so like lager alcohol pops fucking cider that's all we sold on that bar but people would come and ask you for a fucking pint of carlin or or a double fucking vodka red bull and you'd be like are you fucking deranged are you are you you all there are you mentally diminished today do we do we need an adult to come and look after you because holy shit can you not see there are no pumps or fucking spirits on this bar? Nope. You know, annoyingly enough, that that's a dance area now. That bar's gone. I know it's weird. Mm. And then the top, the top bit where you used to dance, that's seating, and there's I a know, bar it's there. It's, it's not good. It's like, no, it's not. It's not right. And then the 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 boat's now all the way at the back against the wall. I think. Mm. And you're not allowed to dance on the back of the boat either. No. It's, it's just so weird. I don't know what they've done with it. Ugh. It's, it's fun times it was. It was just like, nah. I went there for a reunion. Uh, I don't know if you were there as well, Bob, for that reunion. But no, I, I wasn't. I ordered a pint of Carling. It looked like orange juice. It was drinking so bottles. Well, the pint of Carling looked like orange juice. Yeah, I heard you. Am I just like what? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It it was not cleaned at all. Those lines had not been cleaned in months. No. Oh. And I'm like, oh, I'm and just I clean, going I clean, I clean, I clean my lines today. Yeah, our, our pub clean is once a week, and people come and go. This don't taste right, and it's like, I assure you, it does. And you go, what do you mm-hmm. mean? We do, ours every, we do ours every two weeks. We've got these little devices on the lines. Yeah, it's like we we manually do ours once a week. So this is how it tastes because of that's how it should be. If you're getting so, a different taste, that's because their lines aren't clean. Yeah. Or you've been, or that might be that chewing gum you were chewing earlier. Oh, that's mm. It's always weird when they do that. They're like, oh, can I try a bit of this? Takes chewing gum out of mouth. Takes a drink of it. Puts chewing gum back in. Mm, oh, I don't know about that. And you're like... It tastes a bit minty. Yeah, hey, that's the fucking gum, you dick. Like the fucking dick. <laughs> Don't ask for a taste of a bit. You didn't fucking go in your mouth. Egypt. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. They come in all flavors. Like gins these days. Hey, uh, mm. passion fruit gin and lemonade is fucking banging. Oh, passion fruit. I've not had that one. Bo passion fruit. Apparently, apparently they the do pub. a strawberry. They do a strawberry Malibu as well now. Uh, why? Yeah. Just Malibu why in general, why? Yeah. Why? If you're going to drink... I mean, well, I mean, I mean vodkas are now going the same way as gins these days. Just start to say, oh, let's try this flavour within the vodka. And they try that flavour in the vodka. Yeah. I was like, just oh, yeah, leave vodka's fucking vodka. You don't need no flavour yeah. I think I had a peach. Peach and something gin the other week. That was really nice. Because it just tasted like peach iced tea. Mm. It was lovely. Mm. I could, I could quite happily drink that all night and probably get really, really drunk. Well, I don't know if you can, if you can find uh, Whitney Neal rhubarb and gin, gin, rhubarb mm. and ginger gin. We've got that at our place. Yeah, uh, with lemonade is quite nice. Apparently, or you can have it with tonic. Yeah, well, it depends. I'll be back Okay. But uh, yeah, I don't know if I mentioned it last time on the podcast, but uh, I found out that rum is my like session drink. If I drink lager, I get really, really pissed really, really quick and don't remember anything. If I drink rum, I can drink it all night and be actually relatively sober. 
I suppose it'd be the case of you're diluting the rum down, though, isn't it? As opposed to lager, which is not diluted. Yeah, but it's like 4% over 40%. And I'm like, I'm drinking 40% rum all night. I'm drinking probably uh, a pint bottle's worth in the in the long run, which is probably close to not very good for you. And yeah, but it depends, how, it depends how many rums you're knocking back in comparison to a lager per hour. Hmm. I'm probably doing like one, maybe two an hour. How many would you do with lager? Uh, probably one an hour because I can't drink them quick. Mm. So I think it's the fizz that get like accelerates the alcohol to my brain or something. I don't fucking know. Yeah, system. And then again, with lagers, as you know, it's one is a diuretic and two it dehydrates you. Mm. But yeah, I I found that drinking rum was the way to go. I could I could drink it very very easily, so um that was easy as pie for me. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, I'm tired. It's fucking like I said, the, the banging headache I had for the last couple of days because of the storm front that's over in the UK. Uh, mean, means I didn't sleep very well, so I'm a little bit knackered at the moment. So moving to the next one, or should we wait for Bob? Uh, we can carry on, and then Bob can rejoin us when. Yeah. So unfortunately, we uh, got a bit of a sad news. News. Um, Sinead O'Connor uh, passed away a couple of days ago. Yep. It's just, well, I think she was uh, she was fifty six, if I remember correctly. Mm. Apparently, it wasn't suspicious circumstances or anything like that. But I don't really have any more information without no, a quick so Google. You can try and find the article. I can't remember if I had to put it down or not because I'm an idiot. No, I didn't see it. Uh, dude. No, I didn't. Uh, Google, where are you? Okay, so apparently two days ago from Sky News, uh, apparently Sinead O'Connor's text messages to Bob Geldof were laden with despair. So, that's weird. I think she knew she was yours and I'm probably dying then. Uh, well, apparently he said that many, many times she, uh, she was full of uh, a terrible loneliness and a terrible despair. She's a very mm-hmm. good friend of mine. Uh, we were talking right up to a couple of weeks ago. Uh, so some of the texts were laden with despair and despair and sorrow and some were ecstatically happy. She was just like that. Uh, do do do. Uh, but it it didn't say how she passed away. Well, I know if I remember correctly, I know she she lost her seven year old son in twenty twenty two last year. Fucking hell. Uh, I actually can't remember. I can't, I, can't remember, I can't remember his death, but I do remember it being something along um, possibly suicide, if I remember if, if I'm right to remember. Damn. Um, but I know she did her own um, like solo stuff, but didn't she do something else with some other group? Uh, I honestly can't remember. I mean, 
I think our most well-known song was um, Nothing Compares to You. Mm. Yeah. Someone said the Cranberries. I don't, I don't remember being in the Cranberries. Uh, apparently she joined the the. Uh, do do do. I'm trying to look for. No, I don't know. But yeah, it's just like oh, very, very sad on that. Mm. She had a three marriages and three sp uh, spouses. Well, pa uh, sorry, three marriages and three uh, partners. Apparently, Peter Gabriel was one of them. The sledgehammer himself. Okay, so I've just been I've been looking into her son. It was by suicide at seventeen. Fuck, man. I mean, I mean, that's the the thing. It's like sometimes it's it's hard for people to deal with stuff. I am glad that I I have such a strong amount of people to help me with stuff when I fucking find it hard. So, if, especially if you're a, a public figure's um, relative. Or something like that. It's harder because you don't have that network to mm. uh, really. So uh, yeah, it's just, it's just yeah, it's just another one of those sad things where um, passing of a, a great singer as well. She was a, a banging singer. She could really. Oh, yeah. She definitely hit those high notes. Yeah. But um, yeah, unfortunately, another great. Let's so move move on to this one. Um, so you know, Elon Musk uh, bought Twitter uh, sometime last year, was it? Or this yeah. year? I actually no, I think it was last year. So uh, a Twitter bird has gone. Mm. Now called X. Yep. Yep. So it was a rumor, and then all of a sudden it just happened. The thing is, the 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 X looks quite shit as well. It's not even like a decent fucking logo. It. So. Hey. Ayo. The. Uh, the Twitter X comes from um. A font, I believe. The thing is, right. If you've ever played GTA 5, one of the petrol stations has that X as its logo. Oh, I was so confused when it changed. I, didn't, I was like, what is this X thing? Yeah, yeah, it's like, it's so fucking weird. It's like, oh, thanks, cool, yeah. cheers, twats. Yeah. And it, it, it just it's, confused the shit out of me. It's like it stayed 
perfectly normal on my phone. It was still Twitter. And now it's mm. X. It's just X mm. on my phone. I'm like, what the f oh, it's Twitter. Yeah. It was so confusing. Hmm. Because I'm I'm going to call it Twitter because fuck Elon, you can suck a dick. Yeah, the the you still have to type in twitter.com slash home to get to fucking Twitter. Yeah, just because it says X. Do you know the funny thing right now with the um with the logo? Yeah. Right, I'm going to take a quick screenshot and put it in the. Uh, there's so many memes on that logo, by the way. Mm. So many memes about it. It's like, so oh look! If, if you do I've, this with it, and then it turns like into the stick bug, or it fucking turns back into the Twitter uh, original Twitter logo. That's literally what I was about to say. Because <laughs> I've got um, I've just taken a screenshot of the, my phone. Um, obviously now it now because of privacy reasons. I've got um the lovely star as my home display. So yeah, that's in. I've got it in a folder. Ignore the navigations. And yet, when I um, zoom in on it, as you open the folder, it then changes to an X. Oh, lol. So weird. Even yeah. even iPhone is like, fuck you, it's Twitter still. Still Twitter, motherfuckers. Yeah, fuck you, Elon. But it's going to slowly play our death rattle, and then in about a year's time, when Twitter goes dead and we're all on threads instead, he's going to be like, I don't know what happened. And everyone's like, oh, we fucking know. You dumb cunt. I mean, I think I think Twitch put I um a little little poke at my t- poke at um Twitter if I t- Twitch basically uh, when you wanna tag us, make t- make sure you see at us or at Zitch. Basically, took up the TW and basically Twitch will then be X I T C H. And make sure you Z to us. <laughs> Just a little. Little poke. But uh, I think we call it. I I I think even I did it. I think one of my tweets for like streaming was uh, uh excited with an X. I'm live now. Because <laughs> I, I just couldn't be fucked. But I've been 14 years on Twitter. Good oh, yeah. I joined in June 2009. Which I think I've not been on Twitter for two, three years, I think. Uh, it'll tell you under your profile um, thing when you joined. Have a quick look. Uh, no, it's not on there. Don't forget, it's called X now, guys. It's called X. To me, it's always Twitter. But the, the, best, the best meme I've seen is... Uh, August 2019. Wife. Nice. A wife to... Her husband, it's like, what's all this xvideo.com? It's like, oh, that's what they call Twitter's videos now. Yeah. And it's like, oh, well, that's okay then. And he's shaking Elon's hand because xvideos is a porn site. <laughs> so uh, I, I also said that xvideos now need to sue Twitter because that's their brand. And they're calling, yeah, the, calling the video section xvideos. Hmm. They they need a good slap for that and a rebranding. I think Twitter will be good rebranding for X, you know. Just going to put that out there. I'm pretty sure they've already got the bird in mind. Yeah, 14th of August, I sign up for Twitter. Nice. Does that After mean, months, imagine. Does that means like TweetDeck and shit like that is now going to be like X-Deck? <laughs> <laughs> 
doesn't have the same ring to it. There were some jokes on um, RP servers that have Twitter instead of Twitter. It's like, oh, can we now call it Twitter now that it's changed? Just change it to Twitter instead of Twitter because Twitter doesn't exist anymore. Because mm. I know uh, some servers were getting in trouble for having real um, brand stuff in their servers. So, and the RP server I play on, we do have like Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter. So, as long as they don't change it to X, I think it'd be fine. Cause, yeah. Because it's old on there. I don't know about the Instagram and the, the TikTok stuff. It's a bit, yeah. But, um, yeah, that, that was the, the Twitter thing now. Oh, so, eventually, we're going to have to say X because people are going to get confused because the name fucking changed. Fuck's sake. Also, 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 uh, Elon took a photo of himself with an Isle of Canada shirt on, but the way that it obscures um, the jacket he's got on obscures it. It says Isle of Anal. Oh, <laughs> I think I said to you, did I, Bob? Oh, you might have done. Hang on. Yeah. If I didn't, I'll post it in the uh, podcast things. No, I didn't. Shit. Okay. No, you didn't. No. Oh, hang on. I'll rectify that. Bing. We've got the cheesiest Mr. Miyagi decides how to eat his baby real cheese. <laughs> wax on or wax off. Yeah. <laughs> and the the death person. Oh, but yeah. you can't do a kickflip over the shark tank. Bet you're a cat old man. I love my job. <laughs> death making it too easy. I'll I'll post this in the uh in the general. <laughs> what a twat. Yep. There you are, Dolph. It should be in the uh, podcast topics server perusal. Yeah, I, I, I saw it on Twitter when it was circulating. Because Elon Musk leaves his fine stitches after his Isle of Canada tops looks like it says something different. Yeah, he loves anal. He does. Yep. He likes being a pain in the ass. <laughs> I mean, that's true. Very true. Uh, okay, so we move on to the next topic. So. This is minor ways. So, uh, Reddit does this thing every year. Uh, basically, they set up a subreddit called uh, Place. And essentially, what that is, is over the course of a couple of days, the community or, or Reddit from numerous communities get like a blank canvas and you do pixel art. So, as the, as the event, quote unquote, draws to an end, you start getting more and more of the canvas to work with. And I said I can find. I think I took a took a thing. So this is what it. This is the end bit before it all went to shit. Oh, the tweet. So, oh no, god, no. is it going to be called the X now? I Xed out. I do you on X? You can't tweet anymore. You're Xing. Why, Elon? Just fucking fucking why? Well. He, his kid's got some random letters and numbers for his name. What do you expect? Oh, come on, send you bastard. There you go. Whoa. That's colourful. So if you zoom in, you'll be able to see all the artwork all the tweets are done. 
This is all um, individual pixels, by the way. Uh, I need to open it in a different. Uh, yeah, I so essentially, before the um, as you, as as the um event gets to a close, you know, you you start getting limited to what colors you can put on the on the grid. Uh, so I mean, it's just like blacks, grays, colors of grays, and whites. Do you just get to choose to put random pixels anywhere, or can you like draw a full picture and then post it on it? You can do one pixel every five minutes. So you work with our communities with um uh plans and what what they want to build. I mean, some of this is ridiculous and how well yeah these look. And if you scroll up to where I originally posted it, just oh, before yeah, the quote-unquote whiteout, it says, uh, fuck, spares. So we did touch on this briefly a few months ago when the CEO of Reddit was starting to cancel or remove the option for third-party apps to use the Reddit API due to putting the prices up. We talked about that about three or four podcasts ago. Yeah, so that's literally the end result before they had the, the whiteout. I mean, I I don't blame them. I don't blame them at all. No, nor do I. I mean, a lot of third-party apps do what Reddit does, just sometimes better. Hmm. Okay, I'm just looking at the next thing. No, Apollo, RIF, just to name two of the um third-party apps that were, you know, very helpful for third-party apps. Yeah. Just what there was there was one point during the um canvas uh XQC was trying to um get his followers on Twitch to erase the Turkish flag by destroying it. So when his him and all his um viewers went off and slept for the night, uh, the Turkish community rebuilt their flag and they put a banana in his mouth and put a banana in his mouth. <laughs> Fuck him. So I'm just looking at the next topic. Was that the... Um... I kind of want one, to be honest, because they look cool. But they I look cool, yeah, but I don't think it's ideal. Well, well looking down further on down, I, you can... I will talk about this in a second. Um, I'm going to enter the sweepstakes, though. <laughs> Excuse me. Uh, please don't have been gone. Uh, RT. Copy. Sorry. I'm, uh, so I need to quote retweet so I can control V that on there. Oops. I'm afraid reading for the article. Um, I'm assuming the flavor of pizza, which we will probably reveal later when we get into the article proper. So, I mean, are we done with the other one now? Yeah, we've our place. We're done. Yeah, pretty much. All right. So this is from Xbox.com. The next one. So, uh, first ever pizza-centered Xbox and TMNT Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle Mutant Mayhem controllers. 
so Paramount Pictures' upcoming Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles may, uh, Mutant Mayhem and Xbox are serving up totally righteous gamers, uh, a totally righteous gamers welcome for the fearless foursome. In celebration of the August uh, 2023 release, we're giving away a limited number of exclusive ooze green pizza-scented Xbox wireless controllers that pair perfectly with game content uh, that immerse fans in the Turtles' latest adventure. Uh, satisfy your hunger for kicking butt, but, but with the world's first ever pizza-scented controller. Designed to deliver the smell of Turtles' beloved meal... Uh, to your game time, these exclusive wireless controllers come with a built-in scent diffuser shaped like a delicious uh, slice of New York pizza. The controller comes in four variations, each representing the signature colors, weapons, and personality of the Turtle Brothers. And then I just entered the Game Pass thing to win that. Um, so they look like they have this this diffuser stuck on the back of the controller, but further down there is. Uh, one of the controllers without it on there, so you can remove it. Because that would be fucking annoying to have this stuck to the back of your controller all the time. Oh, but, it's like oh, it sticks in the back. Okay, there's me thinking it's one of those scratches sniff pizza fucking. No, controllers. no, it's a scent diffuser. So if you oh, like put uh, it's like a scent pellet or something in there, light it like a like a fucking like a reed diffuser kind of thing. Yeah, like you know when you get those um. Essence sticks that you set fire to. Yeah, the little tiny little um, cone-shaped things. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of like that. Um, but if you like, scroll down this actual article and get down to the 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 next lot of pictures. Um, it's got like a woman playing. I assume a woman. I'm assuming gender here, guys. I do apologize. Uh, a person on the left is got it with the sync diffuser on the controller, and then the person on the right doesn't. But they are definitely the same controllers. It just I was, I was, I was talking to Sparks about it because I didn't actually properly read, read the article until until now. I was saying, if that's one of those controllers that has the scent of pizza on the actual controller, no, I think after a few games, after a few games and a few hours of gaming or a few weeks of gaming, it's going to smell like sweaty pizza. Mm. You know, yeah. have that, or you're going to be constantly fucking hungry all the time. Ugh. Yeah, Ooh. or you could, or you just get sick of pizza. But I imagine. That's a battery pack cover um, clip-on that you can then take off and put another battery cover on the back of. Yeah, I'd, I'd assume so. Because that's that's where it looks like it's attached to anyway. So, Because um, that'd be the easiest way to do it. Then maybe it's got its own built-in battery that you can charge and push the thing. But it it has got a button on the top. And in the picture of the woman holding it and sniffing at it, She's got a finger where the button is, so I imagine you press it and it kicks out the smell of pizza. Mm. And it would have to be pepperoni pizza because of the, sh- the fact that it looks like a pepperoni pizza. But I have entered to try and win it, so uh, hopefully next podcast I'll be able to say, I've won one of these fucking pointless controllers. Kind of reminds me of the old um, you know, those tacky bop um Kind of, oh, I want one of those kind of things, uh, memorabilia for past things. Mm. So, like, I remember a while back seeing a um, a Spyro the Dragon uh, instance uh, diffuser. Oh, you get a Crash Nitro Kart one that's Crash Bandicoot, and it does the same thing. Let's see if I can find it. One second. And uh, it, the, the 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 stuff comes out of the exhaust. 
and the spiral when it comes out of, its, out of his mouth and his nose. Yeah, it's like a um, big chunk of plastic. I was like, yeah. oh, I want that. It's an incense burner. That's what it's called, incense burner. And you put them in there and it, it diffuses all the incense out in like a yeah, very cool way. Yeah, I do. It's there. Okay. Boop. No, not eating the moth. No. Oh, you can get in different colours as well. Fucking hell, used on eBay. Uh, without the box, fifty nine pounds. With the box, one hundred and fifty pounds. So the box is a hundred quid. No, I'll just take it out of the box, please. <laughs> Although some guys trying to sell one for three hundred pounds. Nah, fuck it. It. They're from the uh, Numbskulls brand as well, so I imagine if you went to the Numbskulls website, you might be able to get some. Mm. But it looks pretty cool. You can't deny that. Um, but I don't know. It's kind of like the um, like the Crash one, the Crash Bandicoot one. There's one that it literally has the same kind of shit. Um... And then, but like like I said, the cart has got the exhaust pipes, and it comes out the exhaust pipes instead. Uh, let's see if I can find it, because I think you can still buy those. I'm pretty sure I saw one in-game. Uh, crash. Cart. Incense. Oh yeah, they still sell them. I'm actually on the Wittendum School website. Mm. Uh, copy. Ooh. Ooh. All the Raccoon City mugs, all sorts. <laughs> you get Mandalorian fucking uh, baubles. Uh, brands. So let's see. Is Spyro still in here? No, Spyro's not here on here anymore. No, Sonic... What about Halo? What have we got in Halo for those oh, ones? I'm pretty me. sure. Ooh, enamel pins. Ooh, they're, they're pretty shit. I mean, that one's shit. That one's okay. That one's okay. Oh, fucking happy Halo days for a holiday Christmas jumper. Ugh. How much do the pins cost then? Uh, Shop now. Oh, from Just Geek. Oh, okay. Oh, nine pounds. Eight, nine pounds. That's the wrong pin set, though. They're showing me the wrong pin set there. Yeah, eight pounds. So, if I went to... Crash Bandicoot. They don't have the incense burner on here. They have the uh, rubber ducks that don't float in the water. Uh, they have a steel mug and t-shirts and a pin badge. Actually, these are quite affordable. Fuck, I might be coming back to this place. Have they got Sonic? Well, I'm no PQR. No. Why? Oh, there you go, Sonic. <laughs> Ooh. Sonic the Hedgehog slippers that looks like his fucking sneakers. Okay. 
I might be getting some of them for the boy for Christmas. It's just a uh, favorite that page. Why not? Oh, yeah. They, honestly, they look like his old school Sonic things, but the slippers. 22 quid, though. That, to uh, be fair, that's not bad. Yeah, I'll... something uh, like that. Let me uh, copy and paste that onto the podcast topics thing so you guys can have a look as well. There's like... Oh, my God. There's even the, the fucking ice cream snapback. Uh, dioramas... Sign no, you know, plushies. I... 3D desk lamp? Ooh, okay, that's cool. That's 30 quid. Alright, I might be coming back here and getting some stuff for myself as well. <laughs> There's a Sonic the Hedgehog 3D desk light that's got the original nice. logo from Sonic the Hedgehog. Give me nice. give me a look. It's £30. I think that's pretty decent, actually. Okay. I've also just spent quite a bit of money. Uh, well, not quite a bit of money, but some money. I bought, um, is it Doom Eternal with the season pass? Mm. £15. That's not bad. And then I picked up Fallout 4 because Dov tells me it's not shit anymore for a fiver to a base game. <laughs> so. Uh, yeah, isn't Fallout 4 Game Pass? Don't know. Ooh, Pokemon plushies. Okay. Well, even if, even if it is on Game Pass, at least you've got it for, to keep now if it, if it comes off Game Pass. Yeah. I might, I might dabble in it, but I don't think I'm going to enjoy it. Just like I said, it, it felt really fucking stupid. Because uh, it was just like, nah, mate, nah. Nah. Yeah, it's really move on to the next one. Wow, did I break this website? Because that website's oh, okay. not fucking loading at all for me now. <laughs> yeah, let's carry on. Fuck so sake. this is from IGN.com. Oh, I haven't been on IGN for a long time. I oh. actually know about this as well. I've seen some uh, YouTube things about it. Yeah, so awesome looking. The Simpsons Hit and Run fan remake is complete, but it will never be released. Oh. An ambitious The Simpsons Hit and Run fan remake is now complete, but it's correct to say is it will never be released. Creator Ruben Rubes Ward remade Radical Entertainment's much loved 2003 action adventure from scratch. Friggin' how the original Grand Theft Auto 3 inspired game was coded and remake in every little detail and feature in Unreal 5. In a new video published to YouTube, Rubes declared the project complete. The latest version became life a year ago after Rubes pulled an earlier version offline to avoid potential legal issues with Disney. The earlier version drew praise from hit and run lead designer Joe McGinn who said at the time, amazing what you accomplished. Really gives a taste of what a full modern remaster could be. Impressive work. Eye-catching changes include remaking the Simpsons family car to fit better with the game's art style. An obvious graphical bump, in-game cutscenes, and an explorable open world. It's a project fans would love to see released, but Rubes has said that it would never happen. In a disclaimer included in our video from 2022, Rubes had said, this is a fan remake for entertainment purposes only. This game will never be available to download. Please do not pester my poor Discord mods for a download link. Calls for an official Simpsons Hit and Run remake have cropped up from time to time in the 20 years since its original release. But it seems an unlikely project. In 2021, we spoke to Simpsons writer Matt Selman, who explained why we might not see a remake anytime soon. 
Someone said that while he would love to see a remaster version of Sincere Run, it would be a complicated corporate octopus to try and make that happen. Developer Radical Entertainment, now owned by Activision, is busy offering other Activision Studios support. Perhaps if Microsoft ends up buying Activision Blizzard, Xbox Phil Spencer will sort the no doubt nightmarish licensing issues out to get things moving. What's next for Rubes? On Twitter, he tested Mindscape's 1997 Lego themed open world action adventure game, Lego Island, and is as his next target. So. I've seen uh, some th- things he did. So all the 3D cutscenes that were in the game, he hand-drew and redid them as proper Simpsons cartoons. So all of those like janky 3D early 2000s models of all the characters, he redid them all as full-on like uh, watching modern-day Simpsons uh, cartoons. Frames. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it looks amazing, and he needs to see somebody about this because he could literally release this game. They don't have to do anything to it; they just have to license it at this point. Give him money for making it, and make shitloads of money out of this. Mm. And that's the thing: he just go to Activision, and go, "Hey, look, sell, 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 sell. It's a remaster. You literally just have to pay me a couple of hundred thousand for it." And a bit of licensing fee and a bit of fucking. I'll give you, I'll give you, I'll have, have royalties for every purchase. Yeah, just give me like a, a dollar royalties and a hundred grand. Fucking sell it. And I'd buy it. No, I'd say get, have uh, royalties of 15%. Just, uh, he's put all the work in, so you should be tied to a fair bit of chunk of royalty. Hmm. It, it would be cool. And like I said, though, he, he has to be careful with uh, Disney these days because Disney own the simpsons now so um that would be a hard thing to get past but if it's a free game that they can literally make money out of i don't see why they wouldn't do it because it's there it can it can be just sold so i I don't fucking know but (laughs) yeah so moving on, um, we spoke about this at depth um, last podcast. Uh, Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart, you know that game mm-hmm. that's only possible on the we, we didn't talk about this extremely fast SSD. Yeah, we didn't talk about this. We talked about some of the games requiring SSDs going forward, but we've not actually talked about this one. Okay, just uh, remember then. So anyway, we were uh, we was told. Straight from developer that the Fresh and Clank Rift Apart was only possible on the PlayStation 5 SSD because it's really fast to load the portals, which, yeah, I'd, I'd agree to a degree. But apparently, it's now been uh, verified to run on Steam Deck. <laughs> I mean, that is, is an SSD. Um, I remember correctly, which is, an, which is an SD, I believe, not an SSD. Yeah, it's still a solid drive, though, isn't it? Um... The the point is, uh, I saw the thing you pointed, and I'm watching it now, uh, and it's a guy. Okay, the PC's got a 4090 and a very good AMD processor. In yes, it. it's a beast but, of a PC. But it's running on a hard drive, yeah. and they're saying, "Oh, the loading times is what will fuck it." This is running pretty smoothly to say that it's meant to be. I mean, it SSD is slightly only. slower than a PS5. I will give it that, but it's. You're talking maybe quarter, maybe half second for loading transitions is barely noticeable. Yeah, and to be honest, 
with that, you they have that whole falling through the the portal to the next portal as a transition anyway for the load. So it would I mean, just take a little seen, bit longer. I mean, I remember seeing another clip somewhere. I forget what it was, but they they were running it on a hard drive worse than the PlayStation Four. The game runs, but mm. the transfer between each purple portal is 15 seconds at most. Yeah. And Which yeah, you... I will agree that does kind of subtract from the portaling but, from location to location. But, but if... it was on a hard drive as well. But th- that's the thing with that. You don't... The game never says it was instantaneous transport. This is Sony going, oh, the load times are non-existent. Um... But I don't. I don't know. I, I think this is just Sony like blowing shit out there on ours again. Yeah. So this article is from VGC or VideoGamesChronicle.com. Yep. Sony has announced that its PC port of Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart has been Steam Deck verified. The PC version is out today, and players will be able to play it on their Steam Deck handhelds without any issues, according to a tweet by the studio. For a game to be deck verified by Valve, it needs to meet four tests. The title should have full controller support, use appropriate controller input icons, and automatically bring up the on-screen keyboard when needed. Display should be the default resolution of Steam Deck, a 1280 by 800 or 120 or 1280 by 720. A good default settings and text should be legible. The title shouldn't display any compatibility warnings, and if there's a launcher, it should nav- be navigable, navigatable with a controller. It says navigable, but I don't think that's a fucking word. I've heard people say that. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, support. If running through Proton, the game and all its middleware should be supported by Proton. This includes anti-cheat support. So, while some models of the Steam Deck features 256 and 512GB SSDs as storage, the cheapest option only has 64GB eMMC storage. All models can have their storage found with an SD card. Given that Ratchet & Clank requires 75 gigs of storage space, this means players on the cheapest Steam Deck will have to install the game into an internal SSD. Uh, internal SD, sorry. The running from that. Or players on the more expensive models will still have this option if they so wish. Uh, this further contradicts previous suggestions from Insomniac made before the release of PlayStation 5 that the game wasn't possible on any other hardware because of the PlayStation 5's extremely fast SSD. In a video post on the PlayStation YouTube channel in June 2020, prior to the release of PS5 later that year and the game in 21, Sony's creative director Marcus Smith claimed its rift traveling mechanic was impossible on previous systems. Ratchet Clank Rift Apart is a game that utilizes dimension and dimensional risks that would not have been possible without a solid state drive of the PlayStation 5, he said. The SSD is extremely fast. It allows us to build worlds and project, player, project players from one place to another in near instantaneous speeds. It is an unbelievable game changer in terms of what we can now do gameplay, where we you're in one world and then next moment you're in another. We're looking at levels that happen so quickly and in the action that you don't you imagine that this is something that we couldn't do before because it feels so natural. This claim was later dialed back somewhat after the game launched when director Mike Daly from told Axios, you can make a game like the new Ratchet and Clank on PlayStation 4, but just visually speaking, you would have to dial it back a ton in order to get it to run. Steamdex SD card reader uses a UHS-I bus, meaning it can read up to 10, 104 megabytes a second, compared to 5.5 gigabytes of PlayStation 5 SD, around 50 times faster. 
But then a game will run on the Steam Deck, which is significantly less powerful than the PlayStation 5, it will almost certainly look worse. The game's PC specs suggest that it will run at minimal settings, meaning 720 resolution at 30 FPS. Yeah, I suppose. I mean, I've seen cross-side comparisons of the PlayStation 5, a fully geared uh, PC with an SSD and a beast of a PC using a hard drive, and PlayStation 5 is still quicker. I will give it that. Mm. The PC is slightly behind, and then the beast of PC on a hard drive is just slightly behind that. The thing is, though, this is what I'm saying. This is the, the bollocks, though. Oh, no, it doesn't work. It won't work. Oh, oh. It does. It just takes longer. That's not a problem, it's, it's, also, really. it's also down to the fact that they've been mm. optimising the game for PlayStation 5 more than, say, the, the, other, the other ports. So the other ports can still probably be optimised better yep. because it's just an optimization issue, isn't it, really? If you can get it optimised better and, and use less, um, you know... Uh, tap to load, or you know, that's what I'm looking for. Fuck it, loads resources to load, then you can probably dial back the um, the load times. Yep, I am now watching a uh, someone playing Ratchet and Clank on the Steam Deck. Uh, so he's getting between like 60 to 30 FPS, It seems to be running quite nicely. Apparently, though, there are some issues that, like, there are some missing textures and stuff on this current version. Yeah, it's understandable. Um, is it going to do any rifting? Because that's the thing that. The, the... Yes, the, the rifting is the purple rifts, not the um the gold rifts. But yeah, he's like he's running around doing like shit, and it's like above fifty FPS. He's like running it on like different quality settings. So he's like he's like rammed it up to full, and it's like oh, it's thirty FPS. But then like some of the settings, it's like lower. Um, but this came up seven days ago, so it's been on the Steam Deck for seven days. Uh, he's done two things. Uh, let me uh, look another video up. See if it shows you like doing the things. <laughs> With this, yeah, I found, I found, I found one. There's. Steam Deck versus PS5 going for a purple rift is about a nine-second difference, which is quite substantial, yes. But you've also got to put out there that it's running on a slower hard drive, but you, you can have, you can literally have that falling animation, because there's a bit of a falling animation through it. You can have that happening for that entire time that you're doing it. While it's loading in the background, and it not be an issue. I think that's the issue: is people are going, "Oh, oh, oh, oh it takes so long." It's like, so. Yeah, but if if you if you want to compare rifts, what about Elite Dangerous with the hyper jumps? Hyper jumps. Those hyper jump tunnels are your loading screens. Yeah, 
Like I depending on given PC or console, they're still pretty lengthy. Yeah. If you were to do Super Cruise, it's like almost instantaneous on PC. But with console, I only ever play Elite on the Xbox One, not the series. And that'll take a couple of seconds to jump from Super Cruise to normal space or normal space to Super Cruise. If you put it on Xbox One X performance mode, um or higher mode, whatever for the for the that, it will everything loads quicker. That's the one yeah, thing. So I'm, 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 I'm I'm have to have a look into that. The the only issue is is I'll never bring it out on the fucking consoles now, even though the X and the PlayStation Five could do the Elite stuff. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that Elite, I think Elite runs on Steam Deck. I'm gonna look. I'm gonna look it up. I'm gonna look it up. We're looking things up today, guys. Uh, we Dangerous Steam Deck. Lots of segues this uh, podcast. Ooh, okay. Yeah, segues. Segues. Um, let's see how it runs. I mean, the the guy's playing it on the Steam Deck, and it looks pretty good. I don't know if it's Steam Deck verified, but you can run it on Steam Deck by the looks of it. Well, if it wasn't Steam Deck verified, it wouldn't be running on the Steam Deck, would it? Uh, is that the Steam Deck like, Valve only allow games on the Steam Steam Deck if it's if it meets those four criteria? Ow. The only issue with uh Elite working on Steam Deck is you constantly have to be connected to the internet to play Elite. Yeah. So unfortunately, uh you're not going to be able to take it out unless you have a decent internet connection. Decent mobile internet connection, but it'd be cool to like play it in bed. Like you don't have to fucking bring a gaming laptop or or something like that. You can just grab the Steam Deck, load it up, and carry on where you were. But um, yeah, it, I I'm just kind of confused by how Sony makes a big thing about oh our games load super quick and we need SSDs and blah blah, and then they release like. The Last of Us 2 and all these other games that run on the PS5 and then go no, look how well it runs on the on the PC and it's like, hang on a minute didn't, didn't you say this needed a, a, a fucking uh, a fucking what you call it? SSD. An SSD? Huh? Question mark? Oh, oh, fucking daft Speaking of fucking daft, by the way this is from gizmodo.com. So the ESRB wants to scan gamers' faces to verify their ages. That's just stupid. So the games rating not, agency... It's not going to work, though, is it, really? No. Yeah. Proposed using facial age estimations to scan selfies, but said it would not stop kids from playing restrictively rated games. Yeah. <laughs> The Entertainment Software Rating Board is seeking approval from the FTC. Fuck! I thought we got away with it! To implement fade, uh, facial age estimation technology to stop kids from skipping parental controls. If the industry's self-regulating body gets away with it, kids and their parents may need to get used to taking selfies to sign up for games. 
In a recent application submitted by the ESRB, digital identity from Yote, uh, firm Yoti and youth digital media company Super Awesome, the three organizations jointly asked the FTC for approval to implement what is calling privacy protective facial age estimation. I already see an issue with that name. The proposed mm -hmm. system would use facial age matching technology similar to facial recognition that estimates the age of the person based on the patterns in their face. If approved, the system wouldn't replace other verification methods entirely, but rather serve as an additional optional verification method. The ESRB emphasized the commitment to privacy with the tool in a statement sent to Gizmodo. Uh, a spokesperson said the tool would not store face images after they were scanned uh, and the scanner cannot be used to confirm identity of users. Wait until someone fucking hacks it. Um, they don't intend to use the faceline estimation, age estimation to prevent children from purchasing restrictive rated games, the spokesperson added, making this entire thing completely fucking useless. Uh, first and foremost, this application is not to authorize um uh, the use of this technology with children, full stop. Uh, any images and data used for the process are never stored, uh, used for AR, AI training, used for marketing, or shared with anyone. Uh, if not for M-rated games, what would the age verification be used for? Question mark. Uh, if a player or user is looking to sign up for a new service, and if they're under the age of 13, they'll be prompted to provide their parents' email address to obtain. Parent will then receive an email and have the option consent for the child to create an account. Uh, users engaging with the facial verification system will be asked to submit a selfie, which is then transformed into a set of numbers and compared against Yoti's database of face measurements. Users then receive a yes-no based on the system's determination of their age. The proposed tools only lets users submit live photos as a way to safeguard against kids who might try to weasel their way around age gate by submitting a still photo of their parents. Photos that don't meet the system's required level of quality are also not accepted. Verification process uh, the application estimates takes about a second on average to complete. Uh, the ESRB spokesperson says it recommended an age threshold of 25 to be set to prevent teenagers or older children uh, from older looking children to prevent looking to from what from pretending to be a parent so if you're under 25 you shut out a lot basically you can't play your mm. game you are old enough yeah, to what play. about those who are um, in their 30s who look like they're under 25 fucked also yeah uh, the application was first submitted in june and now is public uh open to the public ftc comments uh makes a point to try and distinguish the technology used here from more well-known and controversial face recognition in this case, the system only compares the measurements of faces associated with determining age. That's different, they claim. Other than broad application of facial recognition that can be used to identify a specific person in a photo with multiple faces, Yoda claims. Establishing words. Establishing the identity of the individual isn't required for its particular system to work. Super Awesome and the FTC did not immediately respond to Gizmodo's request for a comment. <laughs> Uh, privacy and human rights has spoken critically about facial recognition technology and systems similarly over its inability to accurately identify women and people of colour at the same rates as white users. 
at the most extreme level, underlying issues of accuracy have already contributed to the wrongful arrest of multiple black men in the United States. The ESRB and uh, its partners trying to address these concerns head on in the application. Yoti and Super Awesome claim their facial age estimation system has an accuracy uh, identified users as old as 99.97%. Wait for that to be fucking wrong. Uh, at the time of the previous cases and claims, the difference in rejection rates between gender and skin tone is, quote, very small. Not an actual percentage, just very small. Like 50% very small. Maybe. Uh, of all these, of all this, the groups who, the, the groups argue, serves, what? All of this, the groups argue, serves a real need. Around 35% of the users in the UK and EU have tried submitting their face scans to the system in the past have been rejected. Meaning it's not uncommon for kids to try and fail to skirt past the system. And while the face scans inherently feel more invasive and, dare we say, creepier than the alternatives... The ESRB and its partners argue it's actually more secure than other methods to identify verification like credit card numbers, driver's license, or social security numbers, which can be potentially misused by bad actors to commit identity fraud. Uh, Yoti Chief Policy and Regulatory Office uh, Julie Dawson told Gizmodo she believes facial age, uh, age estimation is privacy-preserving and accurate tool that is easier for parents to use other than verification alternatives. Where available outside the US, Dawson said 70% of parents use the tool over other methods. Fuck me, this is wordy. Uh, <laughs> facial age estimation can confirm that a person is an adult without requiring the user to submit additional personal information, Dawson said. The technology produces only a yes-no result whether the individual meets the required age threshold. Facial estimation is a privacy-preserving and inclusive method. We should not require the user to uh, share any personal information or identity documents. Uh, surveillance Technology Oversight Product Executive Director Fuck My Life, Albert Fox Khan, uh, who has helped author multiple reports detailing uh, surveillance practices in the gaming industry was less convinced by the privacy assurances from Yoti and the ESRB. Calm fears an error-prone system like the ones proposed by the ESRB could expand beyond gaming and pose privacy risks for the widest swaths of the internet. Uh, as gaming platforms increasingly converge with other internet services, these sorts of practices pose a potent threat to the promise of an open internet, Fox uh, told Gizmodo. Chan told Gizmo, God damn it, pick a name. Uh, and the fact that the ESRB, uh, ESRB is exploring an invasive, biased, and error prone technology like facial recognition for this purpose is even more concerning. I'm nearly near the end, don't worry, guys. Uh, facial age verification has been in place in China since 2021 when Tencent announced they would scan the ages of game uh, gamers in order to comply with the 2019 law preventing. Then from playing games between 10 p.m. and 8 a.m., their Tencent system, dupesly called the Midnight Patrol, goes a step further than the ESRB's proposed tool by scanning the users' faces while they are actively playing and locking them out if they're past the mandated curfew time. Fuck me if you live in China. But Chinese authorities aren't the only officials interested in mandating age verification. 
around a dozen U.S. states via the past or are considering sweeping new legislations requiring parental consent for minors accessing games and other online services. Uh, others like Louisiana and Missouri have introduced legalization mandating age verification uh, to access pornographic sites. That one I agree with. Uh, the common thread here is the increasing government interest in widely deployed age verification tools. Facial recognition and facial age estimation tools uh, looks tools like those proposed by the ESRB may become even more attractive solutions. They are still well, they are almost guaranteed to face a wall of resistance uh, from privacy community still highly skeptical of the tool's efficiency. <sighs> And that's the end of that report. The thing is, though, they didn't really say what it's for, and they they, yeah. they did say that it it wouldn't stop them from playing age gated games. Yeah, it was What's the bloody point then. Exactly. What is the point? Like to quote, it said, "But it will not stop kids from playing restrictively rated games." So why are they getting you to do this if it doesn't stop them from playing the game? It either stops them from playing the game or you don't use the system. What the fuck is the point of it? It's, it's a load of bollocks. It's not going to go anywhere. And if it does go anywhere, everyone will fucking rebel and it'll just not work. People will skip it. People will be like, nah, fuck this. We're not, we're not doing that. Nope, 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 nope. Fuck you. And that'll be it. Thank you, Game Rant, for letting me say I've disabled my blocker when I haven't. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I could go on the rant about that. But it's dodgy as fuck, is all I can say. It's dodgy as fuck. We're helping kids by scanning their faces. We promise we're not going to keep any of these photos. Wait for two years down the line when uh, ex-employee of the facial recognition system gets done for shitloads of child pornography or shitloads of selfies of children on his computers because that's not a dodgy thing they're proposing at all. Let's scan kids' faces. No one's going to fucking keep these pictures. And not just that, you know, you're not know, how, how many details are on one under age of 13 in the EU anyway. Mm. Yeah. For whatever reason, because they're not able to consent to it. <clears throat> like I said, it's, it's just a very fucking weird system that won't take off because people will rebel against it and not use it and then be like, oh, we rolled out this system that nobody's used. We can't make it mandatory because no one's using it. And then people will just kick off and just not buy games that are a mandatory for it. Fucking send a selfie. So what if you're in bad lighting or if your uh, your camera's shit on your phone? Oh, I'm sorry, it doesn't meet the fucking HD requirement. Or you've had a shave and you look under 25. Or you've got a baby face. Yeah, get fucked. You can't play GTA 6. I Honestly, it's, it's stupid, asinine, and not where they should be using that technology. It will not work. No. They're going to try and pass it, and it's going to fail. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The fact that it's not mandatory for one, everyone's going to skip it. Yeah. I definitely would. 
Oh, well, I fucking would have. I'm not sending a fucking selfie. It's like, yes, I look over fucking 30, but I'm still not fucking doing that. Nope. Yeah, get fucked. Right. So, next one. I found this the other day. I've not really read it, but the... Um, the headline was enough to keep me um, interested. So, this is from GameRat.com. Pokemon Go players Dragonite has been defending the same gym for over a year. Whoa, that's crazy. So, Pokemon Go players Dragonite has been defending a gym for over a year. Before Pokemon Go added PvP or raids, the only way players could really battle in-game was through gyms. Uh, gyms in Pokemon Go work much differently than they do in the main series. Um, players are able to defend gyms for their team of choice, whether that's Valor, Mystic, or Instinct. Um, they can leave their Pokemon at the gym to defend it, while Pokemon Go players... Uh, from the other two teams, try to knock it out and take that gym for themselves. Pokemon Go players can earn coins for successfully de defending gyms, though the 50 uh, coin per day limit means there's no real um, benefit for having the Pokemon in the gym for a significant amount of time. Yeah, you only get that 50 coins when it gets knocked out of the gym, by the way. So if your Pokemon's yeah. there for a week, you only get 50 coins. If your Pokemon's there for 12 hours and gets knocked out, you get the 50 coins, you just wait for the day to roll over, whack them back in. That's pretty fucking stupid. But that's because people were walking away with thousands of poke coins because they'd been defending the gym for months. Uh, unfortunately, uh, Pokemon Go players in rural areas don't really have a choice in the matter as it could take a ton of time for their Pokemon to ever to be knocked out of certain gyms. This is what happened to uh, Reddit user Level 7, whose Dragonite successfully defended a Pokemon gym for just over 365 days. This is uh, four days ago. Um, level 7 confirmed commenters on the post that they do indeed live in a rural area. And the fact there are no other Pokemon in the gym that have been there. What? And in fact, there are other Pokemon in the gym that have been there longer than their Dragonite. According to... Uh, Level 7, current, someone currently has a Pokemon in that particular gym for over 500 days. That's 25,000 coins. That's bad. But they won't get that. They'll get 50 when it gets knocked out. Yeah. Uh, if a Dragonite is ever knocked out of the gym, Level 7 will get 50 Poke Coins for their trouble. Of course, that's assuming they haven't already hit the daily limit cap, in which case they will get basically nothing for their Dragonite's year-long service besides the gym leader medal progress. Uh, it's long been suggested that Pokemon by Pokemon Go players uh, that Niantic add the option to manually pull Pokemon back out of the gyms. This way Pokemon Go players have an easier way of getting their Pokemon back if they are put in a low traffic area. Niantic hasn't announced any plans to add a feature like that in the game but it's always possible that it could happen at some point down the road. After all, Pokemon Go is still updated regularly with new features and in fact Niantic is in the midst of testing a helpful Pokemon uh, Go quality of life feature that would allow players to skip raid countdowns. That's That would be good. Uh, so who's to say the requested features won't make it into the game eventually? Also, I don't understand. They've just added these root systems and I have no idea how to find a route. 
<laughs> You're very quiet, Bob. Sorry, I, my my throat's got a bit funny. I don't I don't understand what it means by say, saying that you've got to follow the rules. I don't understand what that what that is. Um. Because they didn't actually say what it is. Although when I look, because there's no route nearby. Yeah. Like what? What? What are you supposed to do if there's no route? You can't do anything. Stupid. Hmm. I imagine like you'd have to go into the middle of town and then go. Is there a route nearby? Yeah. Like you do that. But But that means we're in town, and that's effort. Yeah. But I don't know. I, eventually, I need to do that because I need to do the Zyrogard fucking shit. Yeah, I'm. A, I've got that one as well. Have I got you on um, Pokemon Go? I don't think so. I'll message you my thing in a second. Yeah. Um, because I'm level forty, nearly level forty-one. Ooh. I think when you get to level forty, you can add a Pokestop at your house. Well, uh, place of interest. Can't actually do your house. Oh, you could. Nope. Oh. Bob's got hiccups as well. Hmm. There we go. I'll just send you my code on WhatsApp. Oh, it's spreading. (laughs) But, um, yeah, I I got the Pokemon Go Plus that does the Pokemon Sleep device. Um, And that will auto-spin and auto-catch Pokemon for you. If you have regular Pokeballs, it'll do the auto-catch. If you you use Great or Ultra Balls, because you can use them with this, uh, you have to press the button. But mm-hmm. the fact that you can just go, fuck it. I've got like 600 Pokeballs at the moment. I'm just like setting it off and letting it go. And then the fact that I have four poke stops in a gym in range of my house. See, I don't really. See, when you get to level 40, have you got like a something that you could say is a bit of significance? Um, well, there's one, there's a, there's a stop at the roundhouse. Mm. That's the closest one. Really, really. I'm going to say, because uh, you could have it like, for instance, the Jova Witnesses is uh, is one of uh, no, the playground's one of no, the basketball court's one of no, the picture on the side of the change rooms is one of no, and that's the mm. gym. And I think there's a, a, uh, one on the football field as well. Like there's a, a a little plaque or something on the football field. So if you've got anything like that around, like graffiti or something, you could submit it as like a notable piece of artwork made by whoever the fuck, and then they'd consider putting it in. So, uh, like all the pubs around us are considered them. You can't have schools. I don't think you can do hospitals either. But like artwork, pubs, uh, sponsored businesses, um, and other things can go in there. And what I'll have to do one day, Bob, I'll just have to come up to your end and we'll have a scout round and see if I can submit one for you. Yeah, 
um, <laughs> moving on to the next topic. Uh, this one's you, Dolph. Where the fuck it was now? Da, 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 da. Oh, the God, I can stop fucking echoing. Uh, where was it? Okay. Uh, back it out. Oh, it's might be a bit hard with my hiccup. What do you want me to? Uh, okay, okay. So this is from tweaktown.com. Uh, PlayStation Pro Project Trinity 2024 launch 8K performance mode. Hmm, okay. Hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. Isn't <laughs> isn't the fucking PlayStation 5 standard 8K? Hmm. It well, says one game apparently so far. It says that on the back of the on the box, but it no. Well, if we're going to get it right, the Taurus can do 8K. The console can't, even though it says on the box it can. Reports indicate that Sony's new PlayStation 5 Pro model may target 8K upscaling gaming, more consistent 4K performance, and may release in November next year. Yeah, fuck me. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, sorry, that's great. Uh... Reports from Gaming Insider Tom Henderson indicate that Sony's new PlayStation 5 Pro console will be a hefty hardware upgrade over the existing PS5 model. Told Henderson that the PS5 Pro may deliver a new performance mode coupled of 8K gaming output, complete with more robust and optimized ray tracing effects. The console is co-named Project Trinity, and 4K gaming is likely to be a main target for the PS5 Pro. We was, we could see the console enabling more consistent 4K 60fps gaming experiences due to new advanced SoC tech. Reports said that Sony has been developing the PS5 Pro model since 2022 and that most studios will receive dev kits by late 2023. Well, I can't let's say most studios there. No, Activision. Cough, cough. As for a release date, Sony expected the launch to PS5 Pro sometimes in 2024. Sony has indeed been shipping thousands of mysterious development kits from overseas to the United States. Updated import records show that Sony has continued sending hundreds of cartons of dev kits and testing kits for interactive entertainment software throughout 2023. It's important to note that none of this invasion has been announced, but Henderson has a good track record with these reports and leaks. Henderson was the first to report on the, the in-zone line of PlayStation-oriented enthusiast products, as well as the Q-Lite PlayStation 5 Remote Play handheld and the new PlayStation earbuds. As I can't PS5, Sony plans to ship over 30 million consoles this fiscal year, representing the single largest yearly shipment target of PlayStation in history. That was nice and short and sweet, wasn't it? So yeah, I'd like to point out I'm going to go back to this fucking uh, PS5 box We're going to look at the PS5 box Yeah, it says like 8K ready, doesn't it? Uh, 4K 120 HDR uh, HDR, and then 8K On the standard console Although it does say that it would be uh, added with um, What do you call it? With uh, updates later on, it's not actually out the box 8K. Even though it says on the box 8K, there is no asterisk on that box on the front saying that it's not going to be 8K. The Xbox Series X, which I got the box for when we had this conversation last time, I looked at it and it did say 8K on the back of it, but it had 
a little star next to it. And that would say, depending on hardware and software uh, going forward. So it wasn't saying, this is 100% going to happen. Whereas, there it is. You can buy it on Amazon right now. The Amazon Standard Console Edition, uh, they're selling it for £399, actually. It's gone down in price from £479. It's gone down by 17%, apparently. Uh, But yeah, they're on the box art. On the front of it, bam, 8K, 4K 120 HDR. I I mean, they can't say that they're making a pro version with 8K when they've already said they do. They've got 8K in the one at home. Hey, there's a title. Hey, the PS4 Pro is 8K. We've got 8K at home. <laughs> <laughs> Because they do. It just hasn't been fucking activated. And that's what this is what pisses me off about Sony. They they go, oh, the Pro will do 8K. And it's like, yeah, but so will your PS5 if you fucking enable it. But you won't. So the fuck. Sony, the fuck. Don't don't go, oh, look at what we're doing. We're giving you 8K gaming when people are gonna be like, well, you should have given it with the actual console you gave us with. At least, like, the Series X and S. Like, I don't think the S could do 8K, but the X can do 8K. Yes, it might be upscaled, and yes, it might not be 120, but it might be 60. But it's there, and it's an option to be added. They've always said that it's possible, but they just haven't implemented it fully yet. Whereas Sony have it there brazenly on the box in gold, that is 8K. So, yeah. I, I could rant about this, but they need to fucking sort their shit out because yep. they are going to hit a shitstorm when somebody goes to CMA. Hey, hang on a minute. This console's not 8K, but it's brandedly, brazenly advertising itself as 8K on the box. On the front of the box, no asterisk, no... Nothing to say that this is not implemented in the console. And it's not in the console. It's misleading. Because if you had an 8K telly and went, oh, I need an 8K console, you're going to go pick up PS5 because it says 8K on the front of it. Mm. Then it's not 8K. And then you're what the fucking. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's blatant lies. And... They do need to be made accountable for that because that's a lawsuit in itself. It it's silly that they have gotten away with it for three years now. Because it came out in twenty twenty, same year as the Xbox Series X and S. So, I I don't know. I I feel strongly the um Sony are fucking around and they need to find out. And I've got not hiccups but burps now. So shall we move on to the final topic of the night? Yeah, this was me, I believe. Uh I remember we did speak albeit very briefly about uh Dolphin Emulator on Steam. Yeah. And then it was um, taken down for whatever reason. 
So I did manage to dig around and find out actually what actually happened. So, God, this text is fucking tiny. Uh, so this is basically basically a screen grab. A screen grab. So it goes on to say, what happened to a dolphin emulator on Steam? Well, that blew up, huh? If you follow emulation or just gaming on the whole, you've probably heard about the controversy about the dolphin Steam release and the Wii Common Key. There's been a lot of conclusions made, and while we wanted to defend ourselves, we thought it'd be prudent to contact lawyers first to make sure that our understanding of the situation was legally sound. That took some time, which was frustrating to ourselves and to our users, but now we are educated and ready to give you an informed response. I'd like to thank Kellen Voyer of Voyer Law for providing us with legal counsel during this matter. And to be clear, all the analysis below is specifically regarding US law. Without further delay, let's begin. So, what actually happened? First things first, Nintendo did not send Valve or Dolphin a digital Millennium Copyright Act or DMCA. Section 512 notice, commonly known as DMCA take no notice, against our Steam page. Nintendo has not taken any legal action against the emulator or Valve. What actually happened was that Valve's legal department contacted Nintendo to inquire about the announcement release of Dolphin Emulator on Steam. In reply to this, a lawyer representing Nintendo of America requested Valve prevent Dolphin from releasing on the Steam store, citing the DMCA as justification. Valve then forwarded us the statement from Nintendo's lawyers and told us that we had to come to an agreement with Nintendo in order to release on Steam. Considering the strong legal wording at the start of the document and the citation of DMCA law, we took the letter very seriously. We wanted to take some time and formulate a response. However, after being flooded with questions, we wrote a fairly frantic statement on the situation as we understood it at the time, which turned out to only fuel the fires of speculation. So, after a long stay of silence, we have a difficult announcement to make. We are abandoning our efforts to release Dolphin on Steam. Valve ultimately runs the store and can set any conditions they wished for software to appear on it, but given Nintendo's long-held stance on emulation, we find Valve's requirements for us to get approval from Nintendo for Steam release to be impossible. Unfortunately, that's that. But there are some more serious matters to discuss, some of that much bigger than the Steam release. What about the key? Over the past few weeks, a lot has, uh, has been said about Dolphin, including the Wii Common Key. As you may know, Wii games are encrypted, and the Wii uses the common key that is burned into the console to decrypt the Wii discs. Wii software does not have any access to key whatsoever. However, some smart engineers and a pair of tweezers is all it took to extract the key. If you haven't heard this story before, we highly recommend checking out the presentation of the actual tweezer exploit they gave Teen Tweezers its original name. <laughs> it's, it's an incredibly entertaining video that's worth your time. If you aren't familiar with Teen Tweezers, perhaps you know them under their name Fall Over Flow. Distraction on the Wii Common Key did not elicit any kind of legal response from anyone. It was freely shared everywhere and eventually made its way into Dolphin's codebase more than 15 years ago, committed by a Teen Tweezers member, no less. These keys have been publicly available for years, and no one has really cared. US law regarding this has not changed, yet a lot of armchair lawyers have come out, taking, uh, come out talking about how foolish we were to ship the Wii Common Key. Fueling this is Nintendo's letter to Valve, which cites the anti-circumvention provisions of the DMCA, particularly because Dolphin has to decrypt the Wii games. And that's pretty much it. So basically, they are extremely nervous about doing it because they will get absolutely fucked by Nintendo. Is what we're getting out of this. Yep. 
as you know how Nintendo like to react with these kind of things. Yep. Not slagging them off here, but they like to protect their own um, IP. IPs, which is, you know, definitely understandable. Oh yeah, 100%. But uh, no, I get it. It's um, it's definitely um. Time. Well, speaking of protecting IPs, uh, Sony did uh, recently um file a takedown notice to Nintendo for a uh very similar game to the Last, Last of Us Hope. on Nintendo called The Last Hope. Yes, it was a hundred percent somebody <laughs> aping Last of Us, but it's not. Uh, it's not good at all. Um, Digital Foundry did a thing on it and was just like, yeah, this is a load of shit. It's like um, barely anything to do with The Last of Us. The only thing that like is remotely similar is they used a really shit version of Ellie's model from The Last of Us. What about the um, the setting of it? Because that seems quite uh, Well, there's time travel and shit involved, so... It's zombies in the future. And it's very weird. They even said that, like... They even said at one point that, um... The game only has so many, like, bullets in the game. And you can actually... Fail the game because you won't have enough bullets to do certain objectives. Or... Uh, do certain things like you have to like lock pick a uh, a cop car, but you have to clear all the zombies out around it before you do that. Uh, and if you don't have the ammo, you will die basically because they'll just keep hitting. So you if, there, if there's a zombie shuffling down an alleyway somewhere which you haven't cleared yet, you won't let you do the car. Well, no, they'll come and just kill you while you're doing the car. Um, That's the same shit. They're also the the not Ellie character will go into like a crouch huddle mode and won't come out until zombies around them are cleared so if you lead them the wrong way they will then basically fucking end your game there the game's only about three hours long they said uh but it is very like if you do not do things correctly it will fuck you for it every turn so that kind of reminds me of those games that are on, on like on rails you know the ones that you have to go their way there was a, oh, what the fuck was it called? Oh, it was a, back in the PlayStation 2 era, I think. It was um, some sort of um, vampire-esque game. You had to go through this dock. And if you tried to think, oh, I'll go this way instead. Because, you know, you can actually get past this bit and circumvent most of the level. The game's like, no, fuck you. You're going this way. You can't go that way because you'll get seen every time. Yeah. I forget what the fucking game was called. Oh, that's going to bug me. <laughs> but... but- Oh fuck! Mm. Well, that's so you, you had to go. You had to go down this dock, and you had to go a set route. Go through enemy by just bypass enemy by bypassing enemy. But if you cut a bit out and go, oh, I'll go this way because it's quicker because I don't have to go this way. The game's like, no, nope, fuck you. You got to go this way. You got seen magically. Feels like a Call of Duty or something like that, or a Siphon filler. No, it wasn't. It was definitely a vampire-based game. Almost certain. Like Vampire Masquerade or Blood Rain or something like that. Uh, I don't know. I'll have to look, search it for the the podcast. But yeah, just uh, the whole fucking... 
thing with that was it was it was a ticking time bomb and literally sony asked nintendo to take it down as well they're like hey this is infringing our copyright pretty heavily with that character best take it down don't get in trouble with us so nintendo pulled it from the store apparently you could re-download it if you own it but you can't buy it anymore it doesn't exist on the store to buy because i was looking at it and i'm like do i get it it's like four pounds and i'm like mm, nah because it's gonna be a pile of dog shit and then watching that digital foundry review of it yeah confirmed dog shit <laughs> But, um, yeah. It's just, it was weird that that got through. The, mind you, the Nintendo, like, eShop is kind of, there's lots of shovelware that turn up on that eShop now. Mm-hmm. So, it's a bit weird. But we'll see. Um, have we got anything else, or is that it? Uh, nope. Good. Okay. Oh, excuse me. Let's take us home then, Dolph. So, if you want to send me a message, you can reach me on X. Twitter. At Dolphin Rapture. Okay, <laughs> at Twitter. <laughs> at Dolphin Rapture. Yeah, big D. I'll, I'll explain most questions on the religious, racist, or political. Don't be a dick about it. If you want to send uh, Bob a tweets you can also reach them on twitter as well at rachel yeah. underscore coop hmm? yeah. rachel underscore coop again same kind of questions that do a dick about it if you want to send loz a message you can also reach him on twitter as well at lozg1985 or wherever else you may find the handle it probably is him if you have a message for the other spartans who weren't here today you can probably drop a message onto our Spies and Pajamas podcast handle on Twitter as well at SIP Podcast Crew. Big S, small I, big P, all lowercase podcast crew. I'll entertain most questions as well. Mm-hmm. Just don't be a dick about it. Yep. And yeah, I think that pretty much goes. Yep, we're calling it Twitter until the makers change it. Yeah. Because so, at the end of the yeah. day, until there's a new enough fan base that are using it it's still people are still going to call it Twitter yeah so fuck it I'm calling it Twitter. my fix was not broken exactly yeah I can't wait for the petition Elon just call it Twitter again twat we'll yeah, call it Twitter no one's going to call it X it's just ridiculous exactly just call it Twitter no because then because then all the RP servers <laughs> that uh, have that are going to be like nope oh yeah of course yeah well what about Twitter then uh, same shit, different day. Yeah. But yeah. Alright, that has been episode 134. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, we managed to just sneak over the two hour mark. Yep. A little bit of rambling. That's not too bad. So yeah, uh, we'll see you all next time. Thank you very much for listening. Goodbye. Goodbye. Bye.